Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Grown Man Watch Kitchen. It's me, TJ, and I'm here with the one, the only, Jordan. How's it going, Jordan? Uh, blowing in the wind at it again. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I woke up mad today, TJ. Surprise. You ever have, no one. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> I just wake up, I don't like the sun. <laughs> no, uh, you ever have one of those dreams that like you wake up from and you're like, why didn't that happen in real life? You know, like, yeah. like one of those dreams are like, and it's nothing like super spectacular. It's not something stupid that like, oh, you know, I was a captain of a pirate ship or whatever the fuck. Nothing like that. It was in this dream. I had went out and bought uh, three guitars and, and they were like, so like real. It was a Gibson SG. It was a, a Stratocaster. And it was a Gibson Hummingbird, which is the uh, the acoustic guitar with the little hummingbird on the pit guard, you know. And mm-hmm. I was just like, like I could just see him, the, hold him so clearly. And Kim was cool with it. She's like, "Yeah, fuck it, go play your stuff." And I woke up and I was like, "Man, fuck my life," <laughs> you know. So <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't like that. But yeah, you ever have those dreams, man, where it's like nothing, nothing crazy. It's nothing remarkable, but it's it's so real. And here's the thing: I've been yeah. dreaming a lot more lately than I used to, and like, and and and, and I say years. Does that mean that you're going to be more ambitious? <laughs> uh, man, I don't know. I don't know. But like for the long for the longest time, I didn't. I just I I I didn't. Well, they say you always dream, but you just don't remember them. You know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like here lately, I've been having those dreams that like I I haven't had dreams like this vivid since I was like a kid. You know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know if the universe is trying to trying to tell me. But yeah, I mean, I had a I had a very realistic dream the other night, but it was, you know, okay, you know what the dream was? It's nothing dirty. I had a dream that I told someone off that I've been wanting to tell off for like six months, mm-hmm. and I woke up and I was like, oh, was it me? No, it wasn't you. I tell you off right now. <laughs> Listen here, man. And you know that to be true. Um, no, I mean, first off, you and I, we never get to a point. I, I have we ever had an argument argument? None none that really matter. I mean, we argue about like man, fuck stupid you, this shit is good. Yeah, but no, nothing nothing that really matters. No, because I also think that we we get to a point where we just there's just a general understanding where like, you know what? You gonna do to you? I said my piece, but that's mm-hmm. fine. And then even when you, I mean, if we if we if we were living together, if we were living together, I I I, I have a feeling that we fight, we'd fight about something, but we'd make up. You know what I mean? I don't know if we would fight about something. I think it'd come in. I could see you right now. You'd be like, man, why the like? You gotta stop leaving them dishes in that sink like that, motherfucker. And I'd be like, that's, who you call? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I think I think you and I both, I'd be like, hey, man, stop leaving those dishes in the sink. You'd be like, well, stop having fucking sleep apnea. How about that? 
you know? <laughs> you wake my shit up. You know? Hold up. Time out. Every, time every out. night I hear, time out. Like, why are you sleeping? <laughs> time out. You know how you know how bad you just made me. Like I, you're saying that I am just gonna stop almost up dying, bitch. Cat. Stop almost dying. How about that? Stop almost dying. <laughs> you made me. You made me the villain of that story. No, you made me the villain. No, yet that's you made me the villain of that story. That's the only thing. Okay, here's the thing. Here's something you can bitch me about. I don't. I don't load I don't load the dishwasher like well. I just I just throw the shit in there and hope it and, and oh, yeah. hope it works. No, here's the thing. I wouldn't say anything to you. I wouldn't like we wouldn't have an argument about it. I would just be like, so don't worry about doing it. <laughs> I think I'd get more upset when you did do, I'm like, I told you. Mm-hmm. I told mm-hmm. you. And you might if if we did live together, you might come home and see that like I had a wild hair and, and I, and I, and I knocked a wall down or like, do you know what I mean? Like I put that, that kind of shit. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm no, I'm no walk on the beach when it comes to living quarters. You know what I mean? I mean that, that stuff would be doable, but I would say that the, my next question would be like, you know, I'd hit you with the logistics from the top. So I'm like, Oh cool. So that's not load bearing. Like are we co- like what you gonna do with that electrical? <laughs> like have you thought? Did you price? Did you price the drywall? Did you do that? You didn't. So how like, much this whole thing gonna cost? You're giving me a fucking headache. <laughs> and I'd be like, cool. You know what else is gonna give us a headache? All this dust in the air right now. So did you? <laughs> yeah, right. So, but back to your. So you had a dream that you told someone off, and and did you wake mm-hmm. up feeling like hell yeah? And then look, because there's always that split second, right, when you wake up and you're like. That really happened, and then like, not nah, didn't, you know? Oh no, it was, it was. I felt like it was some king of the world shit. I was like, oh yeah, I yeah. need to do that. <laughs> you know and, what kind of dreams? Just, huh. I was. I was gonna say the thing is, it wasn't like one of those things where I went up to them and I told them off. It was like I was talking shit about them, mm-hmm. and they walked in the room and they had that moment. They're like, if you got something to say, say it. And, you know, I was yeah. like, man, knock if you buck. Let me let's go. Right, right. And I was like, as a matter of fact, I do. Which here's mm-hmm. the thing: every time someone says, "If you got something, then say it," that's doing that because they're trying to call you bluff, right? They're like, right. "You ain't gonna say shit to me." But if you're like, mm-hmm. "All right, let's go ahead and go. Let's square up." What, mm-hmm. Like, I got something to say yeah. to you. I was just waiting for you. To, I was just waiting for the right time. I guess right now is the right time. Mm-hmm. I Man, think I'm so- hostile. I think I'm angry. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say nothing because I'm not like an expert. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, there's definitely no. I, I, I'm, I'm always reminded when, whenever, whenever I hear like my friends going to these tirades like that, especially all of us being of the certain age that we are. It's like, what's that meme where it's like I might act like okay, I'm okay, but deep down, I, I, I hope someone uh, swings on me so I can see if I still got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Um. You know what kind of dreams just need to fucking die? Like dream, dream, dream lords, dream, dream fairies. If you're listening, Freddie, I don't know who the fuck controls these kinds of things. Those dreams were like you dream that you already woke up and like are like doing your shit. You ever have those where it's like you dream that like if you if yeah, it's usually when I have something like big going on that oh, morning, and it's yeah. like I dream that like oh I, I already got ready. 
you know, and it's crazy. It'll come, it'll come in waves. It's like, I'll mm-hmm. dream that like, Oh, I already got out of bed and I'm showering and I'm, you know, whatever. And then I like kind of come out of my, out of my dream state. And I'm like, Oh fuck, no, wait, no, I still got 21 minutes. And then it's like, I dream that like I'm driving and I'm there and it already fucking happened and shit like that. Like that stuff, man, that needs, that needs to, what, what drug is there TJ that I can take? What pill or what, what tablet what needle do I got to put in my body to prevent me from having those kinds of dreams? That's a drug there, I pay for. That's a drug I kill none. for. There are none. I'd like, kill for a drug like that. I'd be like, hey, man. They're like, hey, man, you, you want some crack? You want some hair? I'd be like, no. Do you have something that will make me stop dreaming that things already happened <laughs> when, when they didn't? They're like, man, get the fuck out of here. You're already high. Yeah. You know? um, Anyway, we uh, we actually we watched a movie not about well, I mean, I guess you call it about dream. We we watched a, we watched a football movie uh, called Home Team on uh, on uh, on Netflix. So that's what that's what we're here. To we, talk did. About. We, um, we did. I, I will is, say that I had to catch myself because I thought that it was on Disney Plus because it just felt mm, like a Disney movie. Like it felt like a Disney movie concept, and then I was like, oh, right, this, is, this, right. Was on, this is on the flicks. Yeah, a lot going on with this one. Uh, this one, of course, being on Netflix, this is part of uh, Adam Sandler's, you know, insanely, you know, high price deal with Netflix for all the for all these movies and stuff like that. Um, but this one doesn't star him. He's just he's just a producer. This has uh, Kevin James in it. I will so say this. It felt like the line like there were some lines in it that I was like, this feels like it was written for Adam Sandler. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, so there's really. And we'll go into particulars on the movie, you know, later, like we always do. But I wonder when the day is going to come, TJ. We don't need to say that to our audience anymore. Like they kind of know what to show it. I mean, I don't um, think we need to say it now. We just do. Okay, we'll <laughs> just edit that part out. Then I ain't going to say shit. No, I ain't, no, I ain't going to. No, 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 no. So this might be. Wow, this might be the end of an era. This might be the last time we talk about. Watch, it's not. We're going to say it again in the future. But anyway. Um, there's really a lot, and we'll get into the particulars area, but there's really a lot to to unpack, I guess, with this movie because this being, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first is this the first Happy Madison movie that we've done? Not that there's like it, a lot in the it realm is. of it is, yeah, yeah, and then also we we rarely do um, sports movies, you know. Um, so I want to ask you. So my question's kind of a two pronger unrelated unless you have the context of this movie you ready mm-hmm. so did you grow up liking the happy madison movies and if so which ones stand out to you and what do you think makes or i get a three-part what do you think makes for a great family sports film and what are some of your favorite family sports films Okay, three parts. One, did I grow up watching the Happy the Happy Madison films? Uh, that's a tough question because, like, <sighs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real blunt. Those movies, it was like <laughs> it was in that era. I was like, what? What are these white people watching? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. uh, I like um, that. Being said, I do love Eight Crazy Nights. I really like that movie. Um, I like um, what's the one where he has the son, whatever, like the the, the 
the Doctor Big Daddy. Inside. I like Big, Big Daddy. Daddy. Right. Big Daddy's a standout for me too. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Yeah, 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 Billy Madison. I was like, okay, you know, Happy Gilmore. I was like, okay, right. But um, Big Daddy and Eight Crazy Nights were like the two that I watched. And then didn't he do Little Nicky as well? Yeah, yeah, Little Nicky was one of them. And, yeah, yeah. See, that was that was the time I was like, what? The, I don't know. I actually mm-hmm. don't know what the hell's happening. So, like, I'm good. Um, you asked the second question was, did I grow up watching family sports films, or what do you think makes for a good family sports film? That's a question I wasn't expecting on asking until I started asking it. So you don't have to answer that one. I just want to know, like, what, what were what are your, some of your favorite like sports movies growing up as a kid? Like, what are some of them? You're like, hey man, this one, this one was all right. Oh yeah, my favorite, my favorite sports movie, uh, uh, Little Giants, was my shit. Mm-hmm. Like that was really my f- uh, the the Ladybugs. With John Candy, mm-hmm. uh, that was a really good one. And I'm going to say that this is a sports film because I feel like it has the aspects of what makes a good sports film. Fat Camp. Fat Camp. Heavyweights. Heavyweight? Heavyweights. Mm-hmm. Heavyweights. <laughs> oh, is Fat Camp like the, like the, the shittier version of that? Um, no, heavyweights. And so like uh, uh, the, uh, the things that always make good family sports films to me are these – like you have to have the underdog sort of situation, right? You have to have mm-hmm. like a rival that is fun to hate. Um, right. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about um, Little Giants, right? That whole relationship uh, between uh, Rick Moranis and his brother-in-law, like that, like that relationship was just super fun. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, I still remember to the state the annexation of Puerto Rico, right? Uh, right. <laughs> uh, that rivalry is what makes it fun. And then uh, the thing that makes for, I think makes for a good family sports film now is that there's always the possibility that they might not win. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And and I I think that the first sports film that made me feel like, Oh, this is actually a super viable way to end one of these movies was um, bring it on actually. Because that whole movie was about, like, yeah, we mm-hmm. stole these people's routines and stuff like that. And, like, the people who had been oppressed and downtrodden the whole entire movie were the ones who were the victors, right? And it was like, oh, yeah. Right. Like, second place is still, like, pretty darn good. Um, yeah. So I think, it's, yeah, a sports movie is always the most successful to me when it when it becomes less about winning the big game. Yeah. You know. Like, like uh, you know, the all-time the all-time pinnacle of family sports movies, which I, I feel like yeah, is is uh, a secret. It, it's not a secret. It's a message about integration. Anything. Like, remember the Titans, man. Like, that victory mm-hmm. felt like a, a, a culmination of, like, their victory as people on a team, right? Like, right. they, they could have lost that game, and you're like, these people would have been, these people would have been fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's a great one too, man. Uh, I, I remember watching uh, "Remember the Titans" in in theaters and just like thinking that was, you know. And then and then shortly after that, I think Friday Night Lights came out, which is not necessarily. A f- I mean, could be a f- it's it's it sparked a badass TV series. Dude, the Friday Night Lights TV series is fucking amazing. Is I don't it? know if you've ever seen. Yeah, dude, and like you don't. I didn't expect it to be. 
Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it, it 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 but it is like it's one of those where there's so I think there's a lot of seasons. So like if you haven't like seen it all, seen any of it, it's one of those where it's like, uh, you know, maybe don't you know maybe just kind of let it let it be something you've never seen but like it's it's really fucking good um oh angels in the outfield sorry angels angels in the outfield is really good for me i'm I'm gonna kind of back because we're kind of in in this sports movie stuff and i don't want to kind of you know just kind of revert back to the sandler stuff and go to sports movies for me um as far as like favorite sports movies growing up yeah i love i echo you i love little giants um i remember my uncle showed me a bad news bears like the original one back in the day uh, mm-hmm. I, I like that one a lot, which I honestly thought like from the trailer, this home team, this movie was kind of giving me both like bad news bears, little giants vibes, um, which is why I was, and it became nothing it. like that, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, not, not, not as much, I think as, as it could have been, but then on the, on the other hand, it's like, you know, that's okay. Cause like, it didn't try to like, you know, be a carbon copy of, of, of those movies. Um, Mighty ducks for me was like, was, was the, almost like pinnacle of like those types of movies. Uh, you know, I was, I was about the age, I was a little younger, I think than, than the kids were in the first one when it first came out. Um, and to kind of grow up with those characters, you know, throughout all three, uh, movies, uh, I thought was, I thought was really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, what it boils down to looking at it now, like, like, like retroactively or, you know, um, it's like, you got to have a solid cast of, of young actors, you know what I mean? To play these, mm-hmm. to play these roles. You look at stuff like little giants and Sandlot. I mean, every one of those kids was, was an archetype, you know, not a stereotype. Cause that, that's a little different, but they, they, they were an archetype and, and they fit those archetypes really well, you know, icebox and little giants, you know, and, 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 uh, and that, that kid who is always like allergic to shit, you know, and the one who and, made the plays. And, yeah. Yeah. And there's, you know, um, I, th- I think that's what it takes. And it also, for me, takes uh, a coach who um, is kind of down on their luck. You know what I mean? And like when the, when, 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 a, when, a, when a solid cast and like a motley crew of, of, of young actors and then like a coach that is just a little bit messy or like not, you know, whatever. And like when those two things combine, I think it makes for some pretty cool. But yeah, the coach uh, has to come in and try to shake things up, right? It can't just be like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I have two tricks, and it's like he's like throw the baby out with the bathwater. Let's right, right. And me, I think personally, I'm just, a, I'm just, a, I'm just a fan of messy characters, like messy protagonists to begin with. Um, I, I've I've raved about it enough to you, so I won't go anymore. But you know, that's why, like, you know, my 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 most recent love right now is Peacemaker, like just a, because that that protagonist is just so. I love it when a when it, something starts, a movie starts, and like, man, this dude kind of sucks. And then it's like at the end, it's like, ah, he doesn't suck as much as I thought he did, you know. So whenever, whenever you have have characters like that, and and, and that that's kind of echoing Bad News Bears, you know, like, uh, you know, that coach, like he didn't he didn't have some grand epiphany, you know, by the end there, um, but it still it still had an impact on him. Um, yeah, I was I was kind of I was I was big into Happy Madison, but more so Happy Gilmore. Um, Billy Madison wasn't really wasn't really my my cup of tea for some reason. It, it has its standout moments, but Happy Gilmore was the one that I would watch like on repeat a whole lot. 
Um, and it, they're just kind of hit or miss. Like I, I didn't like eight crazy nights. I was like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really like this. Uh, I liked big daddy a lot. I c- tried to convince myself for so long that I like little Nikki, but then like watching it, I think most recently I was like, Oh, this movie's not that, not that great. Um, right. but you know, I got to hand it to him, dude. Like, and here's the thing, sitting down and watching this movie, I was like, this Happy Madison, I know it I know it's gonna be kind of knuckleheady. You know what I mean? Like I know, I know jokes are gonna fall flat all over the place. I know that, you know, it's not it's not gonna be like the greatest, you know, thing, but like I I I can't help but applaud like they know their style and and for some there, there are people out there who love it and there are people there who like, you know, don't, don't really like it. But, but I always appreciate it's like, they always kind of stayed within that same sort of realm. You look at the jokes that they say in Billy Madison and happy Gilmore for the most part, bro, they've kind of stayed within that same sense of humor in that same style. And so, you know, it, yeah. they're playing to a very specific audience, I think. And it doesn't really grow up with us. It doesn't age with you. Um, it's just it's kind of meant to be for that very specific group. I'm going to I'm going to push back on the fact that I don't, it doesn't age with you, because I think Adam Sandler had to have a reckoning with his career. And we're looking at things like click. And we're looking at things like um, daddy daycare. Right. A hundred percent trying to age up with the audience, because if you look at like. You talking about grown ups, like them, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, grown ups, mm-hmm. same thing, same movie, different, different group of people. Um, although Daddy Daycare was actually fun, um, uh, grown ups and Click versus Don't Mess with the Zohan. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's definitely a maturity on Adam Sandler, and then like the movie he made with Jennifer Aniston for the for his Netflix deal is like good. It's like just straight up good. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's always, definitely. Like, I feel like he's made progress because, especially like some of his earlier stuff, his earlier stuff was extremely stereotypical. It was, you know, mm-hmm. like Waterboy is still an excellent movie, right? Um, Waterboy, but I mean, like, the wedding singer is comedy also really good. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the wedding singer was like a hint at, like, oh no, he can be mature but i think that this or, or like the the comedy can be more mature i think it, it it came down to i think it came down to him trying to split who his audience was and i think that after grown-ups he was like oh my audience can be these family people these family films and then like more serious well-crafted comedies right and it doesn't have to be this low sort of potty humor as it, you know, as it was before. I mean, I guess, I mean, there's, there's some that are, you know, um, like I'm looking, I'm looking at the list right now, um, just to, just to kind of track it. I mean, you, uh, for every, you, you mentioned click, right. And click is, is it, it, I remember click had that really awesome sentimental, like it, it gets pretty powerful. It gets pretty emotional. Like for every click, there's a, there's a Jack and Jill, and for every fifty first dates, there's a Paul Blart. You know what I mean? So it's kind of I like Paul Blart. They're kind of all over the place. Yeah, I mean, and then anger management. I'm looking at that right now. I forgot about that one. I thought anger management was really cool. So it's like I think to kind of combine our like I think there are those Happy Madison movies that 
that solely fit in that pocket of like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, you know, that kind of stuff. And then there are those Happy Madison movies that are like maybe a little bit more, I don't want to say advanced, but it seems to be the ones where he has a co-star that, that isn't one of the regular Happy Madison crew. You know, we're talking about uh, anger management, you know, Jack Nicholson. You mentioned the Jennifer Aniston movie, you know, fucking Drew Barrymore, like all these people. And it's like, you know, they're probably not going to sign on to, you know, a fucking, you know, Hubie Halloween or, uh, you know, goddamn, you know, Deuce Bigelow and shit like that. So they're kind of all over the place. The hot chick, you know. Was another one. Rob that, Schneider that was, made I think, a lot of play out of that. <clears throat> I think that was. I think that was. I. I think that was. You know, Adam Sandler being like, "Yo, Rob," like those felt like Rob Schneider wanted to do those films because that was like the Rob Schneider humor at the time. You know, right, right, right. Which I'm also really glad that we got to see Rob Schneider like mature in his comedy in this movie. But yeah, and more 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 on his character a little bit later because I yeah I. Uh, I don't know. There, there. I, I think this movie, this movie did some things right, you know, uh, and and uh, and I like to talk about those. But um, yeah, all right. Well, cool. I think now's a good time as any to go grab our drinks. Uh, we can come back and talk about all things home team. Home team. Yeah, let's do that. Let's get our beverages. Uh, I got some special beverages today. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be fine. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I do not have nobody's toilet wine. I swear to God, I got toilet wine. Hold up, hold up. I don't know who. I know we said we go. Who do you, who do you think? Who do you think? I, you know what? All right, you never, go. you Four. never, you never tried it. Would you ever try it? If I was like, hey man, what if it was my toilet and it was a toilet that like I never like you know I never used? What if it was a toilet in like a guest house or something like that and I never had guests? I was like, hey man, no, come try this toilet one real quick. Just There's to no say reason. you did. There's no reason. You would never you would never drink my toilet wine, ever. I thought you man, say it like look, that. That sounds so bad. This is this is this is this is this is a, a test of friendship right here. This is probably this is honestly, this is probably the greatest test of friendship. There ever has been. Everyone needs to ask would, who you think who you think your best friend is. You need to ask and be like, "Hey, if I made some toilet wine, would you drink it?" And if they say, you know "Hell I'll, no," I'll, I'll say that. I'll, I'll say it right now. Think? I, you know what, Jordan? I would drink your toilet wine. I would drink your toilet wine. <laughs> Just to say you did. You know what I mean? I, like if you came up to me, if you came up to me, and you're like, "Hey, man." I made some for you. I'd be like, "What?" And you'd be like, "I made some. I made some. I made some ramen noodles. I made some ramen noodles out of my fucking, you know, I don't know, in my in my in in my bathtub or something like that. Or I made some, you know, just to say I ate noodles out of a tub. I think I I think I'd do it, you know. And like it's your tub, you know. Okay. Yes, I would drink your toilet wine, Jordan. I'd ask <laughs> questions, but I'd drink it. <laughs> <laughs> All two of you who are right. still with us, uh, we appreciate. <laughs> we yes, we'll be back. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and we're back, Jordan. How was your trip to the fridge? 
It was great. Uh, my home team fridge. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, admittedly, today I I'm just drinking my standard uh, Coors Light. Uh, I did not get um, a beer uh, for this episode. I thought about getting a Lone Star because there's a Lone Star in it, but uh, I was like, no, I'm not going to make a special trip for you know that. Um, but I do have my New Orleans Saints cup that I'm drinking out of. So mm. theming up, theming it up that way. Um, what do you have, sir? Yeah, so I have my, um, which I, I'm, I'm going to say this on the interwebs radio. If if the only Christmas gift you ever get me from now on is like six specialty beers or something like that, look, I'm good. Like, it feels like a yearly, not to mention like, I feel like our birthdays and Christmas, like your birth, your birthdays in October. Then, mm-hmm. you know, there's Christmas. My birthday's in February. Like, we just, you know, there's opportunities. Like, right. Other way. Yeah. Um, but uh, I have six specialty beers. I'll be drinking them over the next six episodes. The first one is by 450 North Brewing Company, and it's called Peach Ring. And it is a smoothie-style sour ale with peaches. And let me tell you. When it said smoothie style, I was afraid it was going to be like a milk stout, just thick, you know, right. thick with right. two C's. But it's actually really good and nice and smooth, and like it has a little bit of viscosity to it. But it's not, it's not like I, I don't like milk stouts. I don't like uh, milkshake. Um, you know the milkshake. I don't like those. But this is mm-hmm. good. This is yeah. This this is delicious. Well, good. I'm glad. No, I'm glad you. Um I'm glad you dug it. Uh, you know, something, something that you know, I was excited to give you, and uh, you know, and I saw. I mean, I will say, I'm not going to obviously spoil them uh, here, but uh, listeners, y'all are in for a bit of a treat when it comes to these other beers that he has. Because if the cans are anything to go off of, you have some pretty exciting, uh, exciting lean drinks to to, I to throw down your gullet. Um, I do a lot of them. I was like, "Oh, look, a rainbow!" So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, "Cool. Well, let's uh, let's let let let's let's dive in, shall we?" Um, so we're uh, talking about home team. Of course, uh, it uh, came out uh, uh, in January of this year. Um, Give me and an R. Netflix, uh, part of the Happy Madison uh, Productions. Um, oh, and Give before me an we I. I. There we go. Okay, give me a V. V. Give me an I. 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 What kind of word are we trying to spell? How long? Give are we me doing an A. 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 What does that spell? Uh, trivia. Uh, yeah. it's trivia. Oh, we Drop missed the T. I missed uh, I didn't the T. And oh, the R. Okay. Well, you know, forgive the audio issues, <laughs> but uh, it's trivia. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were about to spell like, or something. I was like, what? I thought she was trying to be like, I thought it was going to be that, that Yoko commercial. Intivia. I was like, what's happening? All right, here's, your, here's the theme song. Okay, thank God. I just want All to say, right. real, real quick, Kim, do y'all catch that, like, that Tom rift at the beginning of that? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Fully appreciate. 
the theme song. Who's who's ready for trivia? Hopefully my mic is. Are y'all? We're ready. Excellent. All right. Also, nobody asked, but I'm drinking some lovely masala chai tea. Oh, okay. So, so all right, Jord. Yes. For 100 points. In the movie, Sean Payton, played by Kevin James, in case you missed it, calls Bill Cower for advice. But in the real story, he calls another NFL head coach. Who's he going to call? Uh, hint, it's not the Ghostbusters. Is it A, Mike Tomlin, B, Mike Ditka, or C, Bill Parcells? Um, what I was love the, the first dead one? silence. Yeah, Mike what Tomlin. was the first one? Mike Tomlin. Is it, is it C? It is C, Bill Parcells. Yes. Oh, oh, hang on. I have a typo in my scoring. Can't be having that. It will not calculate correctly. TJ, for mm-hmm. 100 points, how many times have the Saints been to the Super Bowl? A, one, B, two, or C, three? B, two. <clears throat> one, just one. They went just one? and they won. Mm-hmm. Doing That's what it. I call the opposite of the Buffalo Bills strategy. George. Yeah. Oh, hey. Did you catch Jacob? I mean, Taylor Lautner? He's here for another Happy Madison production. How many Happy Madison productions has our favorite werewolf been in? A, two. B, three. Or C, four. Including this one? Yes. Is it three? It is three. Oh, oh George coming in hot. It was a, well, he was in Grown Ups, wasn't he? And then he, was, he was in another one. I can't, but I can't remember. Yeah, I think like the Ridiculous Six. That's it. That's right. That weird Western that I like didn't. Yeah. Think. Yeah. <clears throat> TJ, how mm-hmm. does this Pop Warner team get so much NFL attention? Not only did they get the Saints head coach, but they are currently coached by a former Dallas Cowboy. Who is it? A, Jason Witten. <laughs> B, Rod Smith or C. Cole Beasley. Man, you're talking about the one team that I have actively avoided knowing anything <laughs> about. Um, I'm going to say A. It is A. Jason Wynn, yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, Cole Beasley is now a Buffalo Bill. And if anybody's keeping track, that's two Buffalo Bill references in this trivia segment alone. George. Yes. For 300 points, uh, Adam Sandler, while we may not love everything he has brought to our lives, he has definitely brought a lot of joy. How many Happy Madison productions have there been? Now, this is production counting film and TV. A, 43. B, 82. Or C, 57. Motherfucker. Um, all I three am of, not. I don't, I, don't, I, don't think it's, I, don't, I don't think it's 43. And it's funny, we were just scrolling through them on the first segment, but like not all of them, just kind of like looking at it. Um, Listeners, I wish you could see George's face. This includes, see, I'm so, I'm torn between 82 and 57. Watch it fucking be 43, though. Um, I'm going to say, I don't know, Heinz 57, 57. It is 57. TJ. Mm -hmm. All right. So we know there are 57 productions. How many of those have had Kevin James? A, 8, B, 10, or C, 13? I'm going to say, so 
Paul Blart 1 and 2, Grown Ups 1 and 2, this movie. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with B10. And 13. Damn. Okay, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So after that, our scores are oh my God. Okay. George's at 600. TJ's at 200. How many points would you like to wager? I'm wagering all 200. Okay. All 200. Jordan ain't going to wager nothing because he'll still win. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and wager well, 200. Where's the that fun way. in that? I'm going to wager 200. That way, okay. you know, we can at least, we can at least tie if I get wrong. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so we've established that there are 57 Happy Madison productions. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Who's ready for all the Okay. Okay, 57, including this film and TV. Name them. Now, here's what we're going to do. I have divided your wagers by 10 because I'm very confident that you'll each get 10. You'll get a 10th of your wager for each correct answer. If you're wrong, you're out, but we're going to keep going until you're both wrong. So I will go to TJ first. Paul Blart, Mar- Mall Cop. Okay. <laughs> I love he's just rocking that. <laughs> Paul, I say Paul Blart. Paul Blart, bring the carriage around. <laughs> wait, wait! I need to grab some paper so I can also Mr. write this Blatt. down. I think it'll be easier. I'm I'm stressed, Mister TJ. <laughs> is that one? All right, George. Uh, we now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Okay. Uh, where is that? I know it's I on here. I forgot about that it. movie. Oh, is it I now pronounce? It is I now pronounce you chuckling. Right? I'll let it slide. Oh. I'll let it slide. Ooh, wow, yeah. TJ. Click. Yes. Jord. Um, Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. All right, TJ. Eight Crazy Nights. Yes, they wrote out eight, didn't they? I alphabetized my list. Keep Good. it organized. George. Um, Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo? <laughs> yes. TJ. Waterboy. Yes. Not um, where? I know it's on here. Is it the Waterboy? Yeah. No, maybe it is just Waterboy. Is it really? Wait, where is it? Waterboy. Where's Waterboy? It's time for a Command F. Oh, search here. Wait, is Waterboy not <gasps> part of Happy Madison? There's no way. It has to be. Okay, let me go back to the Wikipedia page. Oh, no, I'm scared. Y'all, I'm scared. Oh, Blanc, let's get the fuck out of here. Bring the... <laughs> what year did... Oh, what year did that come out? Was it prior to 99? I don't know. This is stressful. I got to play the stressful music. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy because we often think like just about everything with Adam Sandler is in fact a Happy Madison. Okay. Is Waterboy a Happy Madison production? 
I mean, if you if you just go to the Wikipedia page, it'll it'll, it'll tell you. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing it on the Wikipedia page. So I'm doing mm. thorough research. Okay, so the 1998 films The Waterboy and The Wedding Singer helped jump start Sandler's movie career and production company. He produced The Waterboy and co-wrote the squit, script. Okay. So he so produced the it? water he, he produced the Waterboy, but it might not be a happy, like So it's just, it's listed under the happy opening. Let's Madison watch the opening of Waterboy, and if we see a little Happy Madison, it's listed oh under. God. It's listed so it's, under. It's li- just the Wikipedia page for Happy Madison Productions. I guess credits this. The film was extremely profitable. Blah 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 blah. It made Sandler a successful actor with The Waterboy, becoming his second hundred million dollar film in a year, along with The Wedding Singer. So when did Happy Madison Productions start? Because their first movie is listed as ninety nine. Listeners, we have a real controversy on we got our a conundrum. hands. Because yeah. that seems so it like was, a- it said it was founded in ninety nine. It's founded December tenth, nineteen ninety nine, and that then came it's out not in ninety eight. So it's not a Happy Madison movie. So, but we all learned all right. something. Son of a DJ. bitch! Hang on, let me mark you down for three. Although I think, <laughs> I think we still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jordan. Let me keep going, the, though. The thing is, I, I specifically didn't say others to like hold them in my back. Yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. You want to hold them? Um, you're gonna make me keep going? Heck yeah! So you get one wrong. Um, uh, what was that one? What was that fucking one? Um, with uh, with Adam Sandler. Well, no, we just <laughs> okay. There's the hot chick. The hot chick is one, isn't it? Yes. We just talked about that one. There's another one that he did with Napoleon Dynamite. Rob Schneider and Napoleon. Uh, it was a ba- bench warmers. The bench warmers. Is that the bench warmers? It I think is it's just called bench warmers. Oh, is it no, the it's the bench warmers. Okay. Um, I'm so sad. I should have just said Paul that? Blart too. <laughs> what's, what's that one? What's that one where Kevin James works at the other museum across the way from Ben Stiller? Clearly, you've seen more Happy Madison productions than I have. I just know. I just know about them. Zoo Man, Zookeeper, Zookeeper. Zookeeper is one. Yes, Zoo Man is not one though. Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween. Yep. Fifty First Dates on there. I think it. It yes. Can I stop now? No. Oh, um, I want you at least to get to ten. We're at nine. Oh wait, no, we're at eight. Uh can I help him get across the finish line is, since I lost is, anyway? Is anger anger management? Is anger yep. management on there? All right, and one then, more. You can do it. And then uh uh uh, uh murder mystery with uh that, that's the Jennifer Anderson yep. one. I know it was murder something. Yep. Yeah. There's also uh oh, that gems. Was like Grown Ups, Dickie grown ups Roberts, too. former child star, Joe Dirt, oh, Joe Jack Dirt, and Jill, Little Nicky, Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds is good. So Big Daddy, Big I'm Daddy's stuck. not a Happy Madison movie then, is, is it? Because that was 98, the greatest year for film and video games. Big Daddy is not. Um, there's a That's murder so mystery too. Hmm. So yeah, George. I'm, I'm straight up. I'm straight up shocked. 
No, no, that, I'm, I am, I am beside myself, sir. I, I am, I am absolutely befuddled. Like I should have just said, Paul Blart too. Don't mess with the Zohan. Like you know, well, it's crazy. Well, bro, we were just talking about it in segment one. Like you like Happy Madison movies? Yeah, I like Billy Madison. Happy, <laughs> you know. And it's like just just thinking that that you know, obviously you know the production company. Be I I I, I can actually see someone. I can actually see like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, not being part of that, or maybe being retroactively added into it. Like I don't know For distribution are, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's real. That's really strange. But uh, yeah, definitely learned something. They have not done that, at least according to the Wikipedia page. Mm. God, Billy Madison is so funny. See, I didn't, I did, I didn't really jive with that one so much. I liked uh, Happy Gilmore though. Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah, Happy Gilmore is possibly one of the most perfect comedic films. Don't at me. All right. Well, that makes Jord bring in this one home. <laughs> it's a little bittersweet, though. It's a little bittersweet, though. Uh, so our standings are at Jord 4, TJ 2. But, you know, we're early in the season. Anybody's game? Hey, Jordan. Hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Also, just to make it abundantly clear, I do know how to spell trivia, that it definitely starts with a T, not a whatever letter I came in on with my cheater. No, Kim makes a habit of never pronouncing the first letters of every single word. She does a good job on here, but in real life. She's like, fucking cave. She's like, she's like, she's like, Orden. Yeah. Orden. She's like, Orden. Erden. Get in the car. All right. Yeah. All right. I've got um, more love is blind to watch. So I'm going to, I'm going to peace out. Bye. Congrats. Thank you. Here's your music out. I'm so mad. Continue. Yeah, that that was uh, that was pretty shocking. Um, but hey, you'll you'll get it next time, buddy. Um, yeah, you said that so last time. This <laughs> so home team uh, as uh, this is obviously uh, starring uh, Kevin James, um, who like I don't hate Kevin James. I I, I don't know. I, I liked I liked King of Queens a lot. Um, I don't know. Like I, I haven't really seen all of his movies. You, you, I've seen Paul Blart one. I thought I thought it was pretty cool. I don't know. Do you that like Kevin? James? So funny to me. I mm-hmm. I do like I do like Kevin James. I I think that he is. Oh, so there's a show. He's in a show on Netflix where it's like a NASCAR uh, sitcom. That's right. Were and you telling really me about that? It. He's really gonna. Yeah, yeah, someone was telling me about that. They're like, you know, this is actually this is actually really good. I don't know, man. Like, I, I everything. I haven't seen everything from, that Kevin James is in, but I, I haven't, I haven't overwhelmingly disliked everything he's in. If that makes sense, mm. like, I haven't walked away from watching something he's been in. Like, well, that was a waste of fucking time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure, some things are better than others, but um, 
I don't know. And I, I really liked, I really liked how he, how he played this role. So he's essentially playing uh, uh, a fictitious version of uh, New Orleans Saints, Sean Payton, who actually announced his retirement the day this movie came out, uh, which I thought was uh, really much. That was, yeah. Which I thought was pretty crazy. So Sean Payton, I mean, we were, here's the, and it's funny. I was, I was talking to another friend about this, about like why, cause I mean, I like football just fine, but I'm definitely more of a baseball basketball guy. Um, cause growing up, like, you know what the Dallas Cowboys dynasty had just like ended, you know? Um, and you know, Texans didn't come until, you know, 2002. And like, that's a dumbass name for a sports team anyway. Um, so us, you know, having, having Cajun, you know, family members, like we, we, we would rally, you know what I mean? Like behind the saints. So like, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd watch saints games and things like that. So, you know, Sean Payton is a name that, you know, would get thrown around our house. Um, um, quite often. Um, so yeah. And I thought it's pretty cool that, that he's in this movie. Basically what happens is, um, he is, um, this is, this is a set in 2012, I believe I'm a little fuzzy on the, on the details, but, uh, Kevin James playing Sean Payton, they just won their first, their first Super Bowl, and then hot off the heels with that, just as with a lot of sports, they're like, Hey, y'all, cheated and actually y'all didn't just cheat y'all like y'all were injured with the bounty gate you remember hearing about this where like they were going out oh, like yeah. injuring players um and it, so it was, they're it, like you gotta go buddy things that, it was one of the things that i was like it, it tainted the i remember it tainted the super bowl win for me so much because you know in 2010 it was it felt like the we all know 20, 2006, New Orleans had been devastated by Hurricane Katrina, and this felt like the win that the city needed because, you know, it took right. three years for the city to feel like it was alive again. And so they come out the, they come out the 2009 season, they're fucking rocking it, they win 2010, you're like, this is exactly the, the... And so it felt like that, right? It felt like that boost, and to, then to have it mired with this idea of them purposefully injuring people in a sport that is already known for its high level of concussions and the fact that they don't take care of NFL players after they retired. Right. I, I was, right. I would, to say I was disenchanted is to say like the least of things. Mm. We all, we all big saints fans. N- no, I, I was not a big saints fan, but you know, you, you know, the, the, <laughs> the resentment that I hold for, the Texans. I'm mean, not the Texans. The Astros. I don't want to talk about cheating. it. I don't want. To, I don't want to fucking talk about it. Then just listen to it. Uh, <laughs> so, Bro, but imagine. imagine hold that. on. No, we're going to talk about. Will it. You let me finish. Everybody, no, because everybody. you don't want to talk about. It. Are you going to let everybody. me? You're gonna make, okay. No. Okay. What I'm going to say here is here we are getting a fight. Here we are. This we were just talking about this segment <laughs> one. Here, here it comes. Because I'm tired of this I'm, shit. Okay. If you let me finish. Yes. While while I was angry at the Astros, and I'm like, every one of those people should be penalized, right? I was, when I say I was disenchanted, I was like, I I don't know if for a second I was like, I don't know if I can watch football, Ben, because I because I'm so angry. The Astros cheated, and they weren't hurting people, right? Mm-hmm. This was like malicious, right. and it was like right, right, right. like season ending body. So yeah, so yeah, this 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 was on another level. This is on another level. Yeah, yes, so if you let me finish did, my point. Did the Astros cheat? Yes, they did. But here's the thing. Everybody was fucking cheating in the league, and, and someone had to put on the black hat. 
someone had to fucking take the fall for it. That way the entire MLB organization was like, yeah, like most of our teams are cheating, you know, and now it's been eradicated and, and it's whatever. I do think that their their World Series win is is tainted because of that reason. But now, like all that shit's out of there, they're a solid fucking team. But yeah, everybody was fucking cheating. And yeah, we'll we'll forever be the Black Cats of baseball. Well, I don't know. People still people still fucking hate the Yankees uh, for some reason. Um, okay, so um, so yeah, uh, he is he's he's forced to oh he's he's like suspended uh at, at this particular time so he's suspended for one year and then uh, he goes he's like well, what the fuck am i gonna do and then he goes on down to argyle texas uh because that's where his uh his son is um and then he goes down there and he meets up with jacob black who is coaching this football team and this football team is the worst youth football team um ever so bad in fact that uh they end up. What is it? They just like shut the scoreboard down. <laughs> they shut the scoreboard off. Like yeah, before yeah. the game. If, if, if the other team is winning by forty, then they shut. Yeah, it off. yeah. They've ne- so they've never they've never scored a touchdown. That's the thing. Like they, they, this team has never scored a touchdown. And for those of you who are like, well, then why did they just not have football? Because it's fucking Texas. And yeah. I don't care. I, th- this is a hill I will die on. Like. Texas, I think pound for pound, like is the state for football, at least in like in this fucking, you know, youth and like high school, like high school football in Texas is like a whole other, it's a whole other beast. Do you know what I mean? It is, it is, it is, it's fucking insane down here. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows. Um, So, um, and then uh, uh, Kevin James, uh, he ends up, you know, I guess, and Sean Payton. Uh, as the trailer will will uh, tip you off, and if you never watched the trailer, you can probably guess he's going to end up coaching uh, this team. Uh, this team, who I will say, like making uh, little giants comparisons and bad news bears comparisons, on the whole, TJ, I thought the kids on this team did a good job, but none of them really stood out for me. There because they didn't really have those archetypes that we were talking about at the top. You know, there wasn't the nerdy well, one. There wasn't the you know, whatever. I think that uh, it was it was the issue of the fact that this was based on a true story, right? And because of that, the 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 interesting character here isn't the kids; it's the it's Kevin James's character, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I do think though the thing I liked about it is I felt like outside of those archetypes, it it allowed those kids to act like kids. Like this felt more like a representation of like you sports that I've been on, right? Where mm-hmm. everyone's like mediocre, but they have fun together and like they're a tight knit group. Um, and uh, like th- this felt like one of the first uh, family sports movies where it wasn't like we're going to have a scene where this person conquers it. Well, we had those scenes, but we're like this person conquers this thing. And that's the whole entire structure of the movie. Like the mm-hmm. team struggled together. Because, like, you know, all the kids felt like on the same level, if that makes sense. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, he ends up going and, and, and watching uh, the games. Like, b- b- this is before he agrees to coach. Um, so he ends up, like, kind of watching the games. And he's like, yeah, you know, they, they're really terrible or whatever. Uh, and he reconnects with um, – he, ta- he talks to his kid. And then he reconnects with his ex-wife. And then his ex-wife played by uh, Adam Sandler's uh, real wife, uh, Jackie Sandler. 
Um, and then she's married now to uh, Rob Schneider, uh, whose uh, character name is Jamie. And, 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 and Jamie is this kind of hippie yoga, you know, granola kind of, kind of guy completely sort of out of his element with his football stuff. But I'm just going to go and say this now, I, I, cause I said at the top that this movie did, did some things, right. This is one thing that I will like standing ovation applaud this movie for a positive representation of like a blended family and a, and, and, and a step parent. We laughed at, Rob Schneider, or sorry, we we laughed. I think with Rob Schneider's character, not at Rob Schneider's character. He didn't all of a sudden turn villain. This movie could have done what so many movies like its ilk have done in the past, where it's like I'm going to go win my my ex wife back and fuck the guy she's married to now. Like it was a really positive um, depiction of this of this type of family structure. That honestly, dude, I think more movies need and. I hope we get uh, moving forward because um, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, I I like Rob Schneider's character in this. Again, I felt like while I enjoyed it, I felt like it fell into the trap of trying to be so based on true events that like this is going to be my general word for most of the movie. Is mm-hmm. I. Like, like it, I was like, that's a movie. It was inoffensive. Like, it was, it was effective at times. I think Rob, I like, I think that Rob Schneider's character has a lot of depth to it in the way that he tried to push uh, his stepson Connor to interact with Kevin James's character and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, there were still moments where it was like, oh, what the moments where it punched low. I felt were at Rob Schneider's character though. Mm-hmm. Well, he even makes fun of himself. He's like, Hey, we can have some vegan ice cream. Tastes just like ice cream. If you've never had ice cream before, you know, shit like that. It's like, I mean, I that, that's fine. Yeah. But I meant like, I meant like the, like the Snuggie scene, right? right. It, it, like it sets him up to not only be someone who's caring. It sets him up to be someone who has like no social awareness, which I don't believe that you are someone who lives in Texas and is in football culture and you don't have social, like, you know, the social mores, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, he ends up uh, checking into this hotel run by this guy named Eric, uh, played by Jared Sandler. And I believe Jared Sandler is Adam Sandler's cousin, nephew, something like that. Um, I like, yeah, I liked it. I liked every interaction between uh, between uh, uh, Sean Payton and uh, and Eric. I thought I, I thought it was really funny. Um, I don't want to spoil anything for because it's like I don't want to spoil any of the jokes in this movie because they're too few and far between for one and two because I thought there were some genuinely good good laughs, good good chuckles. This this was like a chuckler for me. You know what I mean? I never like laughed like you know crazily, but like there were moments where I was like, oh, you know, that's pretty funny. Um, so he ends up checking in this hotel and kind of develops a relationship with, uh, with, uh, or, you know, I guess, uh, uh, they're not really friends. They, they don't really get along, but they, they have a lot of good scenes together. Um, and then he ends up, uh, there's this one particular, oh, and then he also ends up meeting up with, uh, the current staff. There's, uh, uh, uh Mitch Bizone who is, uh, uh, on the coaching staff of the Warriors. And then there's, uh, the bus driver. I can't remember uh, his name. So, yes. 
there you go. They kind of have this ragtag sort of sort of group. Um, and I think Gary Valentine does a great job uh, in this sort of playing this kooky bike riding, just no couth having dude whatsoever. Um, there's this one particular game that they're down and, uh, Sean Payton like ends up, uh, sneaking over and kind of communicating to Jacob black. And he's like, Hey, you know, does some kind of hand signals and stuff. And he's like, all right, we're going to what on rush safety rush or something. I, I can't safety rush, right? side. I, I can't remember the exact play. Lo and behold, they end up scoring their first touchdown ever because of, uh, Sean Payton's, um, uh, advice. And then that leads to they're celebrating this. I love this. They're celebrating that I got a touchdown. And Jacob Blatt's mm-hmm. like, look, points to scoreboard. You see what I see? Fucking electricity. You know, they're like, yeah. And the other team's like, what are they celebrating for? They still lost the game, you know? And at that point, I think a solid tenor for this movie was set where it's like, you know, we're, I don't really care if this team wins. In fact, it's going to be unrealistic if they do pull out and win. Um, mm-hmm. But like, the I like that that irony there of like them celebrating even though they lost I think is is pretty cool. Um, so they end up uh, uh, Jacob Black and Sean Payton end up going uh, uh, out for drinks uh, that day, and this is where Jacob Black sort of convinces him to kind of join the team and all that kind of stuff. Um, there's obviously your typical fucking story beats, as is the case with all these things. There's the initial refusal, and then he's like, "Okay, fine, I'll come and do it." Um, but a big hang up is that with Sean Payton, he's like, "Well, I don't." I, I don't think my kid's going to like it if I got a whistle around my neck, you know, shit like that. Like he specifically came to Argyle to like reconnect with this kid. He's like, I don't, I don't think this is the way to do it, but we all know that football is the only thing that, that, that Sean Payton knows. So it's like, why not try to reconnect with this kid through that way? Um, I will say this scene does the, the offensive thing that I think a lot of movies set in Texas that clearly aren't that, that movies that clearly are not made or written by Texans. And they're like, he orders like a drink or something at the hotel bar and it's like some kind of frilly drink. And he's like, nah, just give me a lone star, you know? And it's like, fuck God, dude, every fucking time. You know what I mean? So, uh, well, this was, this was the, this was one of my, it, it might be a small complaint, but it was one of my complaints. I was like, Oh, thank you. Advertisement. Cause Kevin, Jeff, can oh, I get a yeah. juicy fruit? Like, right, and then they right. like have that second where it's like a shot on the juice. I was like, mm-hmm. Okay. Like, y- yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. And I've never, I've, I, bro, I have never asked someone for a stick of gum by name. You know what I mean? Can I some gum? You know what I mean? No, I've, I've specifically explained. I'd be like, is that Big Red? You know, shit like that. But I've never, I've never, hey, can I get some Big Red? I've never done that. Um, right. So, yeah. Uh, and then he ends up. He ends up, uh, you know, joining the team and stuff like that, uh, much to the chagrin of, uh, of, of his son. Um, but, you know, that's, uh, that, that's a relationship that we'll see uh, uh, throughout, you know, develop a little more throughout the movie. Um, yeah. And then it's kind of it's kind of standard fare as far as these as far as these movies go. You know, they start doing a little bit better um, with uh, with Sean Payton at the helm. Uh, he's uh, continually trying to get his um, suspension um you know, revoked, um, trying to appeal the charges. Um, there's this funny scene with one of the other players, his mom, um, she invites him over for dinner. Uh, I thought that was a pretty funny scene. Um, and then, uh, all the other parents are kind of, he's, he's shaking things up. You know what I mean? Like, okay, the person who's normally quarterback is not a quarterback. He's a running back, you know, shit like that. Kind of making some changes to the formation, upsetting some parents and, 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 you know, wowing some others, but ultimately resulting in, you know, a solid season 
um, there's this moment where he hands all these playbooks to all the players and they can understand them. And then he takes them to a restaurant and he, and he uses uh, like a Mexican restaurant and he uses like chips and salsa and, and, uh, and limes and stuff like that. So then that becomes a, a motif throughout, you know, that's how they communicate plays, you know, oh, you know, burrito Supreme, you know, hold the, hold the lettuce or whatever the fuck. I can't remember the exact things. Uh, and this is all leading up to what you pointed out at the beginning that really solid, you know, rivalry. Although I will say that the rival, I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch some of these old sports movies. You know what I mean? Some of these old it felt like it came way too late though. Did. Yeah. And I, I, I like watching it now. I felt that way and understanding what we understand now about narrative structure. Like it felt that way, but like, I kind of want to go back and watch little giant. Well, no, cause little giants, Ed O'Neill was a really big character in that. And Ed O'Neill, Moranis. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. It, it did come a little, a little bit too late. All of a sudden, like, Okay, this team called the Porcupines, coached by this coach who like kind of seemed like had it out for Sean Payton, but like I unless it was a throwaway line that I missed, it's like, is there history here? Or does he just is he just like wanting to take him out? Like, you know, what's going on? Um, I don't know. All I know is that and it all was all the those guys, were, and it was the old spice guy, and there was a hundred percent a scene. Yeah. There's a hundred percent a scene where right. uh, you, his pants are too tight. You can see his entire junk. I was sitting there. I was like, right, you can see his right. penis. He's like, what? Right. I was like, no, no, no. We were watching. Yeah. You can see his penis. Yeah. And to be clear, you're not talking about – when we say – we're not talking about Terry Crews' old spy guy. We're talking about uh, – was it Isaiah Isaiah Mustafa? That old spice guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, – but yeah, uh, the porcupines end up fucking taking this team to lunch. You know, they, they annihilate the Warriors. Uh, and again, we're at, again, typical sports movie fair, right? Like they got to lose at some point, you know, and, and they do. Um, and then it's a, it's an embarrassment and it's a blow. And then you have all the news people being like, yeah. And not only did he lose his, his, his appeal, but he also, he's coaching, uh, you know, youth football that he got his ass handed to him today by, you know, the rival, you know, the porcupines or whatever. Um, so yeah, but they end up, you know, pulling everything out. This is where I think we have a lot of our sort of, you know, softer sort of, you know, sort of song, uh, more kind of toned down as far as, uh, uh, the momentum of the story is concerned. We have some, you know, sort of character moments, character beats and everything ends up, uh, uh, calling, uh, this is where he calls that one dude and he's like, Hey man, I got this team that like, you know, ain't, you know, is, is, is unlike an, an offense, unlike anything I've ever seen. And he kind of gets help, uh, and then they end up uh, playing some more. They make it to – I honestly, dude, I'm going to be real with you. I missed it. Was it the championship game that they were at? Is that what they were at? Yeah, it was or was a, it a playoff it was game? A it was a championship okay. game, which you know yeah, it also yeah, yeah. made me ask a couple questions, like how how early in the season did he show up? Because uh, they're like, mm-hmm. we got our first touchdown of the season. I'm like, if you've only been playing two two or three games, then like – You ain't making playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was, there, there was questions I had built around that. And overall, it, this was the part of the movie that I was like, okay, this is, this felt like it's padded out, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> and then I'm going to the championship game and, uh, this, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to be real with you. I really like this a lot. I like this. This is, this is against the porcupines and, um, you know, Kevin James or Sean Payton is like, you know, determined to not have the same outcome the last time they played the Porcupine. So he's reverting back to his NFL days, right? And he is like, 
good players are playing, bad ones are sitting out. You know what I mean? And like, we are just going to fucking, you know, it is, it is, it is pedals of the metal. We are just, we are going to, we are going to clean clocks all fucking game long running the best players of the game ragged as shit, you know? And, and, um, they end up getting, they're like, they're like one point behind or something like that. And there's this awesome moment. And I, yeah, I'm going to say this, it's an awesome moment where like Jacob Black show, go, goes to him and he's like, hey, man, you told me you didn't want to wear a whistle around your neck because you didn't want to like upset your kid or you were afraid of whatever. He's like, I know you don't want to be right. You know, and he looks over to his kid and his kid's like just fucking dirty and sweaty and like can't go anymore. And then he starts and then he starts pulling from the bench, you know, and he starts and he has this whole thing. He's like, you know, championship game, everybody plays and stuff. And he starts having fun. You know, and um, and he ends up bringing out. Uh, there's this one moment where like they're down, they're down by three, and um, they're like, okay, we can go for it and win, or we can field goal and tie. He ends up calling in the kicker who hasn't made a single kick all season long because uh, he's all like nervous about this girl in the stands and stuff like that. And you'd think that like, okay, this one kicker who's never made a kick. This is a this is a family sports movie. This one kicker who never made a, who's never made a kick yet is going to make a kick and tie the game, and they're going to whatever. He misses the shit out of it. Misses the shit out of it and slams the ball into the into the scoreboard, and the scoreboard just starts blowing up, right? Like fireworks and everything like that. And then the team just starts celebrating, you know. And again, it's that same thing. It's really funny. They're celebrating and and they're acting like they're the ones who won when it's like they they lost. Uh, it was just, it was just a really, really cool moment. Um, and then it's, it's kind of back to business. You would think that in a movie like this, okay, now Sean Payton is, is going to, all right, we'll, we'll get him next season and stuff like that. No, Sean Payton goes back to the, to the saints, you know? Um, and then he leaves his, his son. He's like, Hey, y'all can, y'all, y'all are going to come to New Orleans and hang out and see me and stuff like that. Um, and then he ends up uh, going to, into his office, and then he takes out his uh, runner-up trophy, and he puts it next to the Lombardi, and you know sits down, and then it's and then and then it's back to work, and that that's home team. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's I mean, how I, honestly that's how I felt at the end of it. I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, I I had texted you after after we watched it, and I was like, you know, I like that movie more than I think I should. You know. Um, mm. Mm-hmm. I think I th- I, th- I think this this movie this is a good example of a movie that does everything it's supposed to and nothing more, um, with a few surprises along the way. Um, you know the the moments that really you know that that stuck out to me the the good moments were really good. Everything else was just kind of like, uh, you know, okay. Um, yeah. I know critically this movie's not doing so hot, but like that's to be expected. And also, who gives a shit? Um, you know, I think if 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 you dig, you know, sports movies, I think uh, you know, is this the next Little Giants? Is this the next Bad News Bears? Is the next Mighty Ducks? Absolutely not. But I don't think it ever tried to be. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Um, Here's, uh, I'll say this: if you're looking for a, a good family, so I like this show. It got kind of ridiculous near the end, but like the the Mighty Ducks TV show on Disney Plus, I thought it was fun. See, I fell off of that, but I did watch Big Shot. Big Shot with John. Big Stanley Shot's so good. Big Shot is amazing. I, um, did I tell you, I binged, I binged that whole entire first season in two days. Wow, it's um, so good. 
I know it's really good, but yeah, I mean, again, you know, uh, it's an hour and a half length. It's, 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 so it's, it's, it's not offensive with the time that it's asking of you. I mean, yeah, uh, this, it's a, it's a movie, you know, um, this is one of those, What's this is rating? like a solid, I don't know. This is like a solid six, maybe six and a half for me. You know, this is one of those mm. movies where like, I like it. I like it. it I, will I cut for it? No. Will I argue against someone who doesn't like it? Absolutely not. Um, but I dug it. It was good. Yeah, I'm going I'm to give it a five, really. It was just one of those movies I was like, okay, like your movie. That's fine. Again, it was like inoffensive. There were a couple times where I chuckled. There were a couple times where I laughed. I will say uh, the the one uh, the one kid's mother who invited him over for dinner, mm-hmm. her southern accent was so bad. <laughs> yeah, and I it, mean, a, lot, a lot of that. It's, was... it's really bad. Yeah, it's really bad southern accents that drive me absolutely cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, there I, I had a lot of questions about their relationship to the, the the team's relationship to the community, like all those other things, which I actually think would have done more to help me get into this movie as opposed to um, uh, a scene where the kids are singing uh, "We Are Young" in the lawn with lanterns, and like the comedy in that scene, I saw from a mile away. You know what I mean? Right. So right. I was just like, you know, you could actually feel this was something that helped me round out the world of these people and make it out and, and pull it outside of Kevin James's character. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, no, I agree. But I, I will, I will just kind of say again that I think he does a really good, great job in this movie. Um, I think he not, does too. I don't blame him. I blame the, I blame the script. No. Yeah. And this is one of those things too. TJ is like, sometimes I watch movies like this and I'm like, this wasn't like funny or wasn't like, you know, super funny. It also like, wasn't like overly, it was, I wouldn't classify this as a drama. Like this is one of those like middle of the road. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just a story. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I don't know what, what you would call that, but you know, it's just, it's, I I don't think, you you know what it reminds me of? Huh? This reminds me of a movie that, if I was 15 and I was going to someone's house after church, right. Their parents would be like, it's okay. You can put it on. It only has a few cuss words. Like mm. it's fine. Like that's, the, yeah. that's, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a, what would you call that? Like a, like a, like a lighthearted, a lighthearted drama. You know what I mean? No, like, I think, I think it's just a, 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 a mediocre comedy. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, six to one, really, depending on how you how you want to look at it. But yeah, it's yeah. not like the ranch, which is obviously a drama with a laugh track. But mm-hmm. that show is right. not a comedy. That show is hard. It's hard to get through. That show, that show, that show goes to some places, and it's like, oh fuck, this is real. Yeah. This is real. But well, hey everyone, that's home team. That's home team. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Grow Man Watch Kid Shit. As always, you can reach us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, you can also email us at growmanwks at gmail.com. You can leave a voicemail by hitting leave a voicemail in the uh, show notes. Uh, take you to our anchor page where you can leave us a message. Um, also, y'all need to go check out Kim Penn's 
Kim Pins is doing mm-hmm. some great stuff over there. Kim is expanding that channel in a really fun and great way. I'm enjoying the content. You should too. Join the club, guys. Join the club. Um, Jordan and I are continuously brewing stuff in the background. We got some stuff coming your way. Um, and we are super excited for it. So please keep uh, uh, keep a lookout for all those things. Um, also, we continue to grow, and it's all to the thanks of y'all. So please, wherever you leave a uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave a review. Five stars, excellent. Four stars, great. Three stars or below, we will put you in full pads, um, and we will sit you on the field with the porcupines, where you, we will throw you footballs and just let them tackle you. Over and over again. Some of y'all might like it, but you know, um, hopefully you are underage. Um, <laughs> otherwise, there's a problem. Um, we hope that y'all are enjoying yourselves. Spring is almost here. Hold on tight. Uh, I'm getting ready to embark on my birthday week. You know how I do. Birthday week is here. Yeah, um, one of those. I forgot. Yes, because I was born on February 29th, and I was and I was looked over for a vast majority of my childhood. So how about you let me deal with my trauma the way I deal with my trauma, Jordan? How about sure. you let that happen? Cool. I got you some toilet wine for your birthday. I'm going to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> um, please take care of each other. Stay crispy. Stay crispy, y'all. And uh, we will catch you all later. Jordan, here's a question. Hmm. What's the one? What's the one sports movie that like motivated you to try out for a sport? Uh Rudy. Really? Yeah, Rudy motivated me to try out for football in uh, in junior high, and then so I, I played football, and then I because of football I got into basketball. Um, so yeah, Rudy. But you. Hmm. I wanted to play football after I watched Remember the Titans, but my stepfather, uh, rest in peace, said, oh, you ain't got the ankles for it. And that was the end of that conversation. Mm. <laughs> but I played yeah, soccer, I mean, so like. Yeah. I think I, I think sports as a kid are, are, are important, you know. Like, and my parents never forced me into it. And I remember, like, after high school, I was like, I'm done. And I'm like, okay, you know. Um, I think it's, you know, helps you know, you, 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 you meet, you meet some pretty good friends and it's important to have something you're involved in. So, yeah. Word, word, word. Look at word. us, look at us, hey. look, look at us ending an episode with a positive, with a positive message. Usually we're like, man, fuck you. And you, you, you man, you, what would you be a leopard or a, or a, or a box of dynamite? And it's like, well, I'd, I'd be a box of dynamite. And you're like, well, why? And it's like, well, so I can, you know, I don't know. Look at us ending it on a on a on a positive positive note. I mean, we were until you said that. God damn, ruining everything. What's <laughs> well? Usually, your 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 questions are never that like straightforward. Your questions are always like your questions are the same questions that like my kids ask me. You know what I mean? Like, would you rather okay. be okay. a dinosaur with wheels or a spaceship that can breathe underwater? You know, and it's like. Man, I don't fucking know. Leave me alone. You know, that's kind of... (laughs) (laughs) It's the end of the day. You're asking me this bullshit. Grown Men Watch Kid Shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. 
Intro and outro music was created by MPC. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes.